0: all right welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the blue brother sportscast real talk real fans we bring you michigan football each and every week I'm Caleb, and with me, as always, is Craig. And Craig, can I just say, are you ready for the game? For the game. For. Woo! Oh. Throw oh. it all out there.
1: Just stand on that keyboard and just get them all out. <laughs> I
0: was button, I was button mashing there a little bit. Well, you
1: know, it's funny because I was just thinking about this. Is remember in the beginning of the season, we we're talking about this, and you were saying how much how Ohio State is the biggest game for Michigan, and it is, it always is. But mm-hmm. how big is this game, man?
0: Oh yeah, no, this I
1: is. I don't think we. A lot of Michigan fans, most Michigan fans, did not see this coming. This is big.
0: Oh yeah, playoff implications. Yeah, Uh, which is not surprising, but clear-cut winner of the East Division, uh, road to the Big Ten title, road to the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. We are not messing around this episode. We're not going to be doing our Did You Know because that's going to take a little extra time, so we don't want to bother with spending extra time with that because we have more voicemails than usual uh, because people wanted to share their thoughts. Um. And I guess let's just go ahead and start with the voicemails and then we'll go from there. Do it. Okay. So we had quite a few people call in. And I will get them pulled up here. And we get to hear what the fans have to say. Get some of that real talk. Yeah, get real talk going.
2: What's going on, fellas? I'm Stephen Steven Brown. Um, this is the week. This is the week we've been waiting for. Um, this is the team we've been waiting for. This is the quarterback we've been waiting for. Um you know I just I can't say enough how Michigan has, has has after after we won, I didn't I didn't see this. Um I was hoping they wouldn't lose again. I was hoping they wouldn't lose at all, but definitely not after not after the Notre Dame game. Um this is this is it. This is it. This is the big one fellas. Um I really think that they're going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be that close either. The the main reasons why, when you saw the the, the the lack of speed on the Ohio State D-line and their safety play. It's not just the cornerbacks, their safety play. If your D-line's not getting any pressure, then you can pretty much hang it up. And I know it's hard to fix that in one week. It's hard. You, they, they're not going to be able to do it. I think this is an easy avenue for Urban Meyer's exit. Don't don't start having health issues now, man. Like, that's going to be an excuse. I hope he's not trying to play for sympathy from the refs or anybody. But, I mean, Michigan's going to win this game. I mean, they've come too far. They've gotten over many hurdles, winning games on the road, winning against ranked teams. Everything people said they couldn't do before the season, other than Notre Dame, they've done. They've done. And they've done it with ease um, against Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin. They weren't really challenges because they – they just went on the same level. And recruiting, my goodness, man, it's about to get real. with recruiting. I'm talking about these guys are about to take – like, honestly, and I can say this because I saw it, when Urban Meyer left the SEC, it's because he knew Saban was coming, period. Now he's about to get out the Big Ten because Harbaugh's coming. They're about, Michigan's about to run the Big Ten. People don't think so. They're about to run it for a while. Um. So, So I think this is an easy out for him. Um Ohio State, just they they just don't have it this year. Like, them getting to the playoff will be embarrassed. They can't do enough. All, all Oklahoma has to do is win, and the Big Ten is out. So I think Delaney would rather hand the trophy to Coach Harbaugh, even though he had an issue with Bo and he tries to cheat Michigan every chance he gets, than have the Big Ten not represented. Because the Big Ten, if Michigan wins, that, that's the only option for them to be in the playoff, Michigan. Ohio State can't win the Big Ten and go to the playoff. It just can't happen. Um, and I think they know that. It's gonna be a, a a fair game. I don't want people worrying about the refs. They're gonna they're, they're gonna beat Ohio State up. They really are, and um, I can't wait for it. Um, I will throw shots at Sparty, but they're pathetic enough. There's no point in wasting time on them. But this is the year. All you people that that were kind of worried, don't. Hey, this is the year. It's their time. Love the show. I can't wait to hear you all's thoughts on this. Go blue, man. It's our time. Go blue
0: all right steven thanks so much for that call always appreciate it always good to hear from you so uh craig do you want to start things off with uh following up after the voicemail
1: yeah i mean you know he's right you talk about all you know we just said a lot of us didn't see this coming that uh, michigan would be in this circumstance right there, just running at the table besides the loss at notre dame um and then obviously you see where notre dame is but uh Um, but, uh, yeah, coming to the game, got so much implications on it and, and Jim Harbaugh coming along and really getting this team where it's supposed to be. And, um, you know, this, this game is huge. And I, like I said, this, this game is always big. It's always big every year, but this game right here is just, it's, there's so many implications and I, and it's interesting that he brought up. Ohio State wins, they're not going to get into the playoff four. And we just talked about that um, on the other show. Um, the very fact is, yeah, I'm not exactly sure a Big Ten will be represented if they do. So, And if they do beat Northwestern. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, and I'm excited, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so this is the part that I'll kind of uh, discuss here, because I know that we're going to cover basically everything they said. But the part that I kind of want to say, because um, uh, it made me chuckle a little bit when he was saying, you know, Urban Meyer and sympathy points before right. I really talk about it, if thing if the medical issues with Urban Meyer are real, that's frightening. I yeah. mean, if you've seen how he acts on the sidelines.
1: Exactly. Yep. Um, I mean, we, so we, so we, I will
0: I will say that much because it's just like, dude, if that's really causing you like that, that's. That's scary. That's not good. Like you don't see anybody else do that.
1: Yeah, and you don't wish that on anybody. I mean, yeah, I want people to get better. Yeah, Urban's got his things that we talked about, and but you know anybody to go through that. If this is truly real, then yeah, it's terrible, and you know. Yeah, you need so to get himself better, really does so.
0: Yeah, and I saw that somebody said, you know, uh, somebody tweeted out, they're just like, hey, if this is real. Yeah. This, the university and the athletic department and his family needs to intervene. Oh, yeah. Like, very- it's just like if, if this is real. And so I'm not go- coming out here to say that it's not. Uh, it is or it's not. But one thing I've noticed, and I'll definitely admit, I've not watched every single Ohio State game this year and seen everything from it, but it does appear that he seems to have more of an issue when they're not winning or when they're struggling. Which obviously that could be just anxiety, stress issue, or it could be that, which in turn then affects the health issue at the same time, ipso facto, whatever. But um, I said it to somebody and I was just like, man, you know, and and I said it early on in the season, too. I said this. Actually, I said it before the whole Zach Smith debacle. I was just like, you know what's going to happen? Michigan's going to have a good year. They're yep. going to go in. They're going to beat Ohio State, but then something's going to be wrong at Ohio State, and they're going to have all these excuses.
1: <laughs> you did say it. I remember you saying it too. Yeah. And so
0: this could be one of those things, and I hope that's not. And I, like I said, I really hope that he doesn't have an health health issue. But I'm, I the thought has popped into my head. I was just like, you know, what? it could be like the worst and the craziest thing whatever, I don't know if I would call it sympathy. Just the craziest thing that would happen is Urban Meyer doesn't go like he has to stop going to practice this week because of health issues. Right. He winds up not coaching the game. Mm-hmm. So then Jim Harbaugh doesn't even technically face off against Urban Meyer. And then the whole team tries to rally because we're going to win this one for Urban Meyer.
1: Right. Right. That so would well,
0: I- be like the most mm-hmm. crazy scenario
1: right yeah, and i'm with you there i mean i'm like it is interesting that you know why didn't it happen last year or a year before that it seems like things were going well and this year doesn't seem yeah they only have one loss but some of these games they've been playing very poorly and one of your worst losses was against purdue who's where you know terrible right now um you know they're only four and four but uh in the conference but um but, yeah, I mean, it seems to me, it's just suspicious to me. Yeah, look, you're going to get people, Grant, you're going to get people, when this happens, It health issues, like I said, health issues don't care if you're winning. They don't care what's going on. It happens. I just don't, the timing of it, it's just weird to me, mm-hmm. all right? I get when you're losing, yeah, I kind of get your blood boiling and your stress up. I get it. But, look, you know what? <laughs> Look, if he's not used to maybe possibly being down points or he's got to scramble to get back to win it, then, yeah, he's got to be out of the business or something.
0: Yeah. Well, also, too, I mean, part of the thing that's making us uh, or causing this discussion to happen is because he has a track record. He does. Where apparently he had some huge major health uh, concern and everything, but then he barely took time off and then he went right back into it and he had no issues no issues until this year when things are not looking good for him. So it is what it is. That's what was said. Two cents. I kind of want to say it just because if it happens, I kind of want to be like, oh, my gosh, I called it, which I really, really hope it doesn't happen. But anyways, on to the voicemails because we've got uh, several more to get to. So here we go.
3: Hi, guys. It's uh, good old Jim P again. I haven't called in a while, I Thought I'd catch up. And it's the Jim P L nine supposed to be a 19, but some girl took the 19 wouldn't give it to me. Anyway, story of my life. I'm ready for Buckeye week. And i tell you uh, this week, I mean, talent wise, you know, the Buckeyes are as good and as deep as anybody that you'll see in the country. But I think the difference is going to be Shiano sucks, man. He's a, I think he's a crappy coordinator and I don't think that he will be able to keep making changes to try to stop what Harbaugh is going to keep throwing at him. And uh, it's going to be the kitchen sink. I don't know if their safeties can handle our big, strong receivers, Black and DPJ and Collins. I just don't, uh, I don't think they can do it. I think, I think Michigan wins. I think Michigan puts 35 on them. Ohio State's going to score some points and people think they're not there. You know, I'm sorry, but, uh, we still don't know the state of Winovich, of course. No, he's, I know he doesn't have the broken collarbone like the early report said, but still, uh, having him out there on the field is, he brings a lot of things that, you don't see in the box score. But, hey, as usual, thanks for taking my call. Um, Maybe Urban will get a headache in the first quarter and pass out again and whatever else. I think that's uh, getting ready to be a poop storm in Columbus after the season's over. You gents have a wonderful day. And remember, Go Blue.
0: All right, Jim. Thank you so much for the call. Always good to hear back from you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it. Uh, that is something interesting to bring up is um, Ohio State's secondary against the receiving core for Michigan. Uh, that has been something that uh, has been good for Michigan. Uh, Michigan's a balanced team. They they're balanced between the rushing game and the uh, the passing game, so they don't. If they have to rely on one or the other, I feel pretty comfortable with that. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, you're you're not just talking receivers. You're also talking about Eubanks, McCune, um, Gentry. And then uh, you're not even talking about um, Bell and Martin. Yep. Martin. And I think I might be missing somebody else. But, yeah, so, I mean, the, the options are there.
1: Yeah, even Perry, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Perry. So, yeah, I think, I think, I have a feeling that Michigan, I'll probably talk on it a little bit more too, but I have a feeling that Michigan might pass more in this game because they have the opportunity to burn Ohio State.
1: Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And you're, it's interesting, you know, and I, I kind of feel the same way, but, uh, it is interesting him bringing up like, again talking about urban Meyer and you know some of his health issues you know that we don't know about if he does or don't but the very fact is just a lot of rumors flying around him you know this, this being his last year and Stephen brought that up and Jim P did too and just talking about could this be his last year a lot of things swirling around with that and even talking about Franklin and him being you know, rumors to finding a new head coaching job so there's a lot going on. Not just with this game, but seems like there's a lot more, I call it, in Michigan State there's a lot more in there too, but there's just so much going on within the Big Ten. It has nothing to do with this game particularly, and it's hilarious because I'm sitting there going, man, this is the game, and then I'm seeing all the side stuff. and I'm going, this, this is news too. So it is interesting. It will be interesting to see after all this conference championship games are done what – people are going to do and what shuffling of the coaches do. So I don't know, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, for sure. We'll be watching that and we'll see what happens. And of course we'll be talking about it when it does happen. Oh yeah. Well, all right. uh, Next voicemail then. Uh, Here we go.
4: M L K O W A L S K Y 17 is my Twitter handle. And I'm calling from Lansing, Michigan. Um, My thoughts on the game this week weekend. Um, Michigan is favored for the first time since 2011. Jim Harbaugh has not ever been favored in this game since he's come to Michigan and it's going to be a it's gonna be a good game whether Ohio State struggles coming into this game or not. It's gonna be a, a good game. Uh, Michigan's are gonna to have to control every aspect of the game to win. and um, I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, Michigan's got to run the ball and they have to think forcing turnovers and, and turn the field. And not let the crowd of the atmosphere get to them because sometimes that can happen being on the road. Um, Michigan's going to have to be able to do a lot of those things to to win, to win the game. Um, the last time they were um, they won in Columbus was the year 2000, and that was quite a while ago. So um, whether it's been 20 games or 100 games, Michigan's um, got a lot riding on this game. And I think they they get it done, but it's going to be a close game. And I, I'm going to go with Michigan, um, 28 to 20, um, winning a close one. Um, thanks, guys.
0: All right. Thanks, uh, Mo Kowalski. Wow. Yep. If I can speak yep. uh, for that voicemail, greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be hard fought for sure. Um, I'm kind of I'll definitely be sharing my thoughts later on exactly how I think it will end um, but it it will be kind of interesting I mean you know Ohio State is a different team than what Michigan has faced through most of the year but that goes the same thing for Michigan Ohio State really I mean heck, gosh I should probably look at their schedule I don't think they've faced anybody like Michigan Um right. so because let's see they played TCU, but TCU has turned into nothing. Maybe the best team outside of Michigan that they played. Uh, they played the tough defense of Michigan State, but we know what that that offense is anemic. Uh, and then they played Penn State, but I mean, we handled Pan's uh pan Penn State. So, but they didn't play they didn't play Wisconsin. Their out of conference games were Oregon State, TCU, and Tulane so yeah Yeah. i mean
1: this is tcu fell off the map really (laughs) from the very beginning yeah they went from being one of the top ranked teams to falling pretty close to almost falling out of the top 25 so but uh so really honestly
0: yeah they have not ohio state has not seen a team like michigan yet
1: no no not at all so we'll see and obviously michael thank you for the call and i just give props to michael he's been on our show he's uh Great guy. I, I believe he's one of the um, – he anchors or one of the hosts of a uh, MT Sports Show, the MT Sports Show, so I want to give a little plug to him. Got a good show he's got going. I listen to him. So um, it's always good to have him on, um, given his sense. Those guys know what they're talking about with Michigan football. So, um, But, yeah, here we go, man. It's uh, it was always made it, – what's interesting to me is the – um, I think, like you were talking, the balance between the running and the passing, and to see where it is it gonna expose Ohio State in this game, so
0: that'll yeah, be now, easy. of course, gotta think about the weather factor too, so I right. we'll have to watch that sure.
1: you're gonna talk about that more where we where we see Michigan might be the strongest at, so
0: yeah, so all right, here we go. uh, we've got two more, I believe, so here we go. Hey guys, this is Tommy. Twitter handle is
5: spanky underscore 0714. First time caller, long time listener. Love you guys. Show. Uh, it's big game week. Can't wait. I think, uh, our offense is going to exploit that horrible secondary there. I think they're going to unleash streak black. DPJ and Nico are going to tear them up. I also believe Shay and Toronto, both rushed for over 100 yards. Let's use defenses junk, no good. And I think Chase will also play. Hopefully he's all right. He can play the whole game, but we'll see what happens there. They'll sack Haskins more than he's been sacked all year. And my score prediction, I think we'll win 34-24. And hopefully they bring me an early birthday present. My birthday is the 25th the day after this is our year boys we're gonna do it go blue
0: all right awesome thank you tommy for that call thank you for listening and uh thank you for uh leaving your first voicemail we appreciate that yeah i do hope that uh you get that early birthday present that would be awesome and also if forget to mention later happy birthday by the way so
1: yeah tommy's great man i i interacting with on um, social media um but, uh, yeah, I think he's uh, I think you live in Jackson, Michigan, don't you, Tommy? But, uh, yeah, he's a good guy on social media. We interact and just he's got good uh, – a lot of these guys know what they're talking about and what they're saying. But, um, yeah, I hope we get you an early birthday, man. That would be pretty awesome for everybody. So happy birthday. Uh, and, yes, go Blue for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he brought up something kind of interesting too where he was talking about – not just Hignid having a good day running, but also Shea. So that yep. was kind of an interesting thing to mention. I'll wait to expand upon that more, uh, but that I did want to point that out. That was uh, something interesting to say. And as uh, we just mentioned last time too, uh, weather will be kind of interesting. And so Shea's running ability might be more of a factor than we thought or were thinking i mean yeah. he's definitely made a difference in games with that so yep I agree all right so here we go here's our last one uh wrapping up the voicemails and then we'll dive into everything so
2: hey
0: caleb and craig this is ray from tampa go blue it is that week
6: and i'm so excited So, my thoughts on the Michigan and Ohio State game, first of all, I want to say I apologize. I know the cutoff was 10 o'clock, and I'm about 10 minutes after, but I still had to make this call. So, in looking at it, just look at the comparison teams that they both played. Michigan played Nebraska. They put up 56. OSU had 10. They played Miriam. They put up 42. It took God himself to help OSU beat Maryland, who put up 51. They both played Michigan State. Michigan got 21. OSU got 26. And it wasn't until the fourth quarter that they actually, you know, made things happen in the last bit. They both played Penn State, and Michigan played Penn State, about two weeks after OSU played them. Michigan gets 42 points, Colt 7. OSU escapes with their life. They both played Rutgers, and they both did a decent job against them. Overall, when it comes to looking at the comparison teams, Michigan has pretty much dominated these teams, where OSU is escaping with their life. Yes, OSU is starting to get a running game. We do know OSU can throw the ball, but they can't play defense like they normally play defense to save their life. So when you're looking at Michigan, who is killing pretty much everyone on the defensive side, and then you look at what the offense is doing, we're putting up points. And if we go back to that Indiana game, yeah, we visited the red zone six times. We came back with, you know, a few too many field goals. But if you look at how it really was, if we scored some of those touchdowns, we could have beaten Indiana by almost 20 points. All I know is at the end of the day, when Saturday comes around, everybody will be hailing Michigan. Go Blue. Love the show can't wait to hear what y'all have to say.
0: All right. Thank you Ray. I appreciate yeah. that. Yep. We gave a little uh cushion there uh before we were recording cuz I knew that there might be a decent chance that somebody would call like right at 10 or something like that. So I'm glad that you got that in and thank you for sharing your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Ray got good, good point. So Yeah, it's a uh, big Big game, and we're going to talk about that and get dive right into it. But I uh, appreciate your call, Ray. Always good insight.
0: Yeah, and uh, the comparisons are good, and uh, they're definitely interesting because um, yeah, that has been the thing. Ohio State. Now, now here's some too that I'll I'll feed off of essentially kind of what uh, some of the things that he was bringing up is. Um, let's not try to pretend that. Um, Ohio State is not coming into this game 10-1, and 1, just like Michigan. Right. I mean, everybody can say whatever they want and say that Ohio State is having a down year, but they're still 10-1. and 1. They're not right. really having a down year. Yeah, sure, are they not dominating like they normally do? Yeah, right. fine. But they are still 10-1. and 1. So, if Ohio State wants to come out ahead of time, afterwards, whatever, and say, oh, yeah, but we're not that good this year, no, you guys aren't that bad. Don't try to pretend and say, yeah, you guys should have beat us because we weren't that good. No, if you guys really weren't that good, you wouldn't be 10 and 1. I mean, they easily could be 9 and 2, possibly uh, 8 and 3, but no, they they are 10 and 1 they're still good. They may not have, be have as great as they have been in years previous, but no, don't, don't try like putting that crap out there. So right. no, it's a good point. Um, but I am going to, uh, I've got, I've got kind of like my numbers here for this game. So before we just kind of get into our conversation with it, uh, Craig, I, I want to share these numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of want to try to go through all of them cause then we'll, be able to use them for touch points as we're talking further on. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go through this. So, you ready for a bunch of numbers? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. oh, Actually, sorry. I do not want that one. There we go. That will work better. Okay. So, here we go. Average points scored for both teams by quarter. Michigan scores five and a half in the first quarter, Ohio State scores nine, 9.3. So Ohio State is kind of ruling the first quarter. Second quarter, Michigan is averaging over 12 points and Ohio State just averaging over 11. So in the third quarter though, Michigan comes out averaging over nine points and Ohio State averaging just under eight points. So Ohio State starts out strong, Michigan plays well in the second the third quarter. Fourth quarter is a little bit more on, I guess, what you might say lopsided because Michigan averages just over 9 while OSU is over 12. But, of course, we know the situation that Ohio State finds themselves in a lot in the fourth quarter where they're fighting for their lives. So uh, for games as a whole, Michigan is averaging just over 36 points. Ohio State's averaging over 41 points, uh, but they're also allowing a ton. Now, here's some interesting things, too, from the defense side. Michigan is just allowing four, four uh, 4.1 points in the first quarter. Ohio State, 5.3. Michigan is averaging just 3.5 points in the second quarter, while Ohio State is uh, allowing over 7 points. And then halftime adjustments, Mr. Don Brown. You, uh, Michigan, in the third quarter, has not even been averaging – Uh, allowing teams to average two points in the third quarter, while Ohio State is allowing a little over five on average. And then the fourth quarter, Michigan's defense holds them to just over four, Ohio State just over five. So, yes, uh, Michigan is just leading all the way across the board there with those defensive numbers. Um, So average points allowed per game, Michigan is at just over 13 points Ohio State is over 24 points. Yeah. So, uh, penalties, there's not a lot of difference. They're both uh, seven, seven and a small percentage, whatever. So, uh, just a little over seven penalties per game. That's not much of a difference there. Uh, Turnover margin Michigan has eight turnovers that they have lost, but they have gained 16. Ohio State has lost 14 turnovers, but they have gained 18. So Michigan is there leading on the turnover margin. Uh, I'll say it here quickly, I think that's that's kind of a big thing. If Michigan can at least not lose the turnover margin, I think that'll be big to indicate if they will win or not. So uh, a side note on that, the only time Michigan has had a negative turnover margin this year was their loss to Notre Dame. Wow, okay. so now conference stats, this, these, I, I went ahead and just use conference stats. I didn't use the whole, um, season because out of conference opponents are different, at least, uh, in conference opponents, some of them are the same. So rushing offense, Michigan ranks fourth in the big 10 and Ohio state ranks seventh passing offense, Michigan ranks 10th and Ohio state ranks first. So advantage Ohio state in that one, um, Rushing defense, Michigan is ranked third. Ohio State is ranked sixth. Passing defense, Michigan is ranked first. Ohio State is ranked 10th. Third down conversion. Uh the offense is converting 50% for Michigan, and Ohio stays not far behind and converting 46%. And on the defensive side, Michigan uh is uh that's first and second by the way in the conference. Michigan is second with only allowing thirty one percent conversion and Ohio State is actually first with thirty percent allowed. All right. So a little I've I've got a few more uh numbers here too. So I'm just kinda like spin them all out here so that people get to hear this. Um Punt return, uh, Michigan has a little bit of an advantage. They're averaging 10 yards uh, per punt. Uh, Ohio State is 6 yards per punt. Um, But actually, uh, Ohio State has the better uh, coverage for punt returns, just allowing around 4 yards average compared to Michigan's 8-yard average uh, for what they're allowing their opponents to do. Now, specifically at uh, the positions, so the leaders for the conference, Uh, Rushing leader. Michigan in the conference has the second leading rusher, Kron Higdon, over 1,000 yards. The highest ranked rusher for Ohio State is not even Weber, Mr. Weber himself. It is actually Dobbins, and he comes in at 8th in the conference. Uh, And so Higdon has 10 touchdowns. Dobbins has eight. Uh, receiving leaders. So this one is advantage Ohio State, not too shocking with how much they do with their uh passing game. Uh their top receiver is 5th in the conference and that is KJ Hill. And he has uh 5 touchdowns and averages 12 uh over 12 and a half yards per reception. Highest ranked Michigan player is 18th uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, but he's averaging almost 15 yards Per reception and has seven touchdowns. Um, but here's the thing just to kind of give perspective is that Ohio State, before you get to the first Michigan leading receiver, Ohio State has the seventh, the 12th, and the 16th before you get to the 18th down from Peoples-Jones. Again, Ohio State relies heavily on the right. passing game, which is unlike years past. Defense right. is pretty even on sacks. Both teams are coming in with uh, 31 on the season, uh, how many they allow. Michigan has the slight advantage of only allowing 15 sacks this year compared to Ohio State's 16. Uh, now, here's the thing that I think is going to be kind of interesting um, the big plays. We talk about that. We talk yep. about what Ohio State has been allowing to happen. So, defense. Michigan defense, on how many big plays they've allowed, comes ranked first in the Big Ten. And Ohio State's defense is ranked 10th. Wow. So here you go. Ten plus yards, uh, plays of ten plus yards. Michigan has allowed 88. Do you want to take a guess on how many Ohio State has allowed? No, what 164. Wow. Not yes. Enough. So, yeah. then, um, so then, so uh, then another interesting one is, uh, I mean, because then you can see how fa- uh, how crazy the difference is. Of uh, fifty uh, plays of fifty yards or more, Michigan has allowed two. Ohio State has eleven. Wow. And uh, ninety plus yards, Michigan has zero. Ohio State has three. <laughs> So on average, Ohio State is allowing 150 yard a 50 plus yard play per game. That's what they're averaging. And they are averaging over 5 plays of 20 yards or more. <coughs> Michigan on the other hand has less than a 20% chance of allowing one 50 yard play or more mm-hmm. and averages 3 plays of 20 yards or more per game. So now, the big plays for off, the offensive side of things. Uh, Michigan has comes in ranked third. Ohio State ranked eighth. Uh, total with the uh, ten yards or ten yards or more per play, Michigan has thirty nine. Ohio State uh, has fifty seven. Oh, r- I'm sorry, rushing big plays allowed. So this is still defense. So Michigan has only allowed thirty nine rushing plays of 10 yards or more Ohio State has allowed 57 uh, and then passing big plays allowed you, uh, Michigan comes in ranked first and Ohio State in the conference is ranked 12th out of 14. So Michigan has allowed only 49 plays of 10 yards or more Ohio State 107. And so, to finish out the numbers here, and then we can start the discussion, just kind of put in perspective. Ohio State allows an average of 140-plus-yard rush and almost an average of 140-yard-plus reception per game. Michigan has less than a 20% chance of allowing 140-plus-yard rush and just over 20% chance of allowing 140-plus-yard reception. Wow, interesting. So, those are some differences on the big plays that these defenses are allowing and can be a big impact you saw if you watched the maryland game you saw big plays all over the place oh yeah yeah big run plays yep yep exactly yep so i know i just spit out and essentially regurgitated a lot of numbers there and everything but i thought those were interesting i felt this was a game worthy to dive into the numbers a little bit more so here we go yeah
1: and you know and the very thing is yeah Looks to me like both teams are susceptible to big plays. And and we talked about that. You know, Don Brown goes that man to man, pressuring all the time. But, you know, a lot of times it, big plays open up for teams like that. Uh, it did with Indiana, uh, Rutgers. So teams that are necessarily not very good teams, but yet have big plays against us. So.
0: Yeah, it does happen, and it can happen. And exactly like what you said, the way Don Brown plays defense, uh, there are those open doors for it to happen, and Michigan has allowed it to happen every once in a while. Like, it's been once Mm -hmm. a game, maybe twice a game. With Ohio State, though, their numbers are practically double what Michigan's are.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: I know. So so it'll be kind of interesting to see if they lock down at all if Michigan can continue their success with that. Um, but to make note here, as we're getting into this uh, open discussion about it, it does look like it's supposed to rain on Saturday. It's supposed to be kind of nice. I think it's like forties, uh, 40 or maybe even 50, but it's supposed to be wet. Right. So Michigan, like we already stated, is a balanced team. Yeah. Average. I think the average is like, just over 200 yards for passing and receiving for Michigan, like very even. And then Ohio State is um, quite vastly different. They are averaging a little under 200 yards per game rushing, but they are averaging over 350 yards a game passing. Right. Yeah. That is crazy numbers. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's going to be interesting because um, to see what Ohio State does, but uh, I think both teams. If you look at it, this, I think this is what's going to happen. Is I think you're exactly right when you mentioned in the beginning of the show was talking about Michigan and how they're going to be able to win this game, and I think I think it will be in through the air because that's where Ohio State's pretty weak at. Um, I think both teams will try to establish the run at first. Um, that's just what both teams do to try to feel each other out and bang. And, you know, they got biggies up front and so do we. So, um, I think you'll see that and then it starts loosening up and then you'll start seeing the ball fly around. But, um, I think to me, I, this is the weird thing is Michigan's so hot and cold when it comes to their secondary. Is like they do really, really well two games and then they'll kind of let you down. Um, or like for instance, when you had Indiana playing, they ran on us pretty well. (laughs) So their defense let us down on the, you know, linebackers and the defensive line, things like that. So, um, that'll be interesting to see what I'm wondering if urban Meyer watched that Indiana game and took a lot of notes from that game and was going to apply it with this one coming up because, um, from what you're telling me and when some of those stats are happening, this is what I'll say. Michigan, it, it, right now, every t- time I watch Ohio State play, they have always they've had similar. They're pretty similar to Michigan, where the second half, the first half is just really not so good and bad, and then Ohio State always seems to come back and win in the fourth quarter or the end of the third or something like that. Same with Michigan, where they clamp down. Michigan clamps down in the second quarter. Or a second half. And this is what I'm saying is I think Michigan needs to understand that Ohio State is going to try to win this game in the second half. And Michigan's got to be ready for that. Um, And if they can put a lot of pressure on Haskins on throwing the ball, he's not accurate at all. (laughs) You just got to put pressure on that dude. And he's not going to run it too often either yeah, I know he ran a lot of touchdowns for the Maryland game, but uh, that's because he was, you know, like five yards out of the end zone. But um, he doesn't run. He likes to throw the ball. So if you can get pressure on that guy, he's not accurate. Um, and I think that could be a key to Michigan winning the ball game. So.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. <clears throat> I do think that he is very susceptible. Um Gosh, I, I kind of want to just talk and run away with it, but so I'm trying to like be very succinct and uh, compartmentalize everything so that we can have an organized discussion with it. Um, I do not think I, I do agree with you where Michigan and Ohio say I've kind of played the same where it's just like the first half is, yeah, you know, Uh, And then Ohio State really organizes itself for the fourth quarter, but Michigan really kind of organizes itself and comes great out of halftime. Right, But this is what I think is going to happen. And this is coming off of uh, and the reason uh, part of the big reason this is my thought process and uh, anticipation of what's going to happen is because of Michigan-Ohio State 2017. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh And Pep Hamilton and the offensive staff orchestrated such a beautiful first quarter for Michigan football with all the crap that they had last year with Mm -hmm. injured quarterbacks and everything else. They orchestrated that first quarter beautiful, gorgeous. Beethoven's Fifth Symphony is like crap. (laughs) <laughs> compared to the, compared to what that was, it was methodical. It was marching right down the field, and if I am not mistaken, it was just uh, kind of up tempo. They knew what they were doing. They uh, honestly, it seemed like they did the first two drives that they had in that game was just like they they did it over and over again, and they just went out there and were like robots and crushed it. Right, I expect something similar for this. So I think Michigan will start out strong. Not saying that they're going to like run away right. with, it, but I think they're going to make a statement, right, uh, yeah. towards the beginning. So, and I think you know that it will come down. That's going to be very similar for the Ohio State games that they've played, where it's just like we've got to fight to try to win in the second half. But it's going to be a different story because they're going against the Don Brown defense that is going to bang you up. You're also going – both these teams, too, I forgot to mention this uh, kind of number. They both have a positive uh, time of possession. I believe Michigan's like 34 minutes of the game um, – 34 minutes and Ohio State's like 32. So they're very close. So whoever wins the time of possession could be a big impact, too, which that bodes well for Michigan because Michigan is never really in a hurry. Ohio State is just like – get the ball down as far as possible. Let's go for big plays. Let's try to do this and do that. And it's just, I, there are so many things that are just not working in Ohio state's favor. here.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, and I think Steven's right. I think you're going to see two things in this game. I think you're going to see a close game or a blow (laughs) up. And, um, just based on the fact that, that it is at Ohio state and Ohio state will come into this game, not playing like Ohio state usually does, you know, does Ohio state come into this game and say, we saved our best game for this game or, or, you know, things like that. And I'm not talking about Ohio state blowing away Michigan at all. I'm just saying if Ohio state comes out uh, gunning and playing their best football, then it will be a close game. But, uh, Michigan has every chance in this game to um, blow away Ohio State, like you're talking about. You know, they could be saying, "Hey, look, we waited forever for this game. This game means everything to us. Um, we waited uh, beginning of the season to beat you guys. We beaten everybody else. Where you know, you are the prize. You are the grand, the grand prizes we've been waiting for for Harbaugh, Har- Harbaugh to beat uh, Urban Meyer, and he hasn't yet." And so this might be just the key. My thing is this, is do you see – I see Shea Patterson in this game using his feet more to get first downs. But I also see, you know, at times where I'm wondering if Ohio State's going to start uh, keying off on Shea uh, just to hurt him or do something and get him out of the game or something. So that's what I want.
0: I, I so, think that's very interesting that you bring that up because – um Okay, this so this, my thought process has changed over the past like week, if that matter of days. Main thing being the weather, right? So, yep. I think that an- this is another thing that looks favorable for Michigan because Michigan is balanced and Michigan can do well with the running game. Mm-hmm. Ohio State does not show that. Ohio State, honestly, if they were not as successful with the passing game as they were and had to rely on the running game. I don't think their numbers would be as good as they are. Right. Um, so Ohio State needs production in, uh, in their pass offense. Michigan, I think, is going to, if the weather is what it's supposed to be and it's supposed to be wet, I think there's going to be a lot of running in the first half. I don't think it's going to go well for Ohio State. I think it's going to go better for Michigan. Um, and I don't think Shea's going to run a lot. I mean, he might fake it a little bit. He might do little things. Maybe you'll see Milton get in there and do some different stuff um, because uh, he, he's capable of doing that too. I don't think that uh, he's going to um, – Shay's going to run much in the first half. I think they're going to save it for the second half because you saw – I can't remember what game it was specifically, but you saw that happen the same way where he did a little bit here or there. Maybe he'd do it when he needed to get first down, and he'll, he'll slide to get the first down or something like that. But then in the second half, when they're just like, Ohio State is maybe going to kind of desperation mode, where it's just like, crap, we got to lock this down. we got to get the uh, these running backs and everything. Wide open seems for Shea. I, I could see something like that going on. Now, originally, I thought Michigan would come out and be able to expose things and maybe – not rely but go ahead and go to their passing game more than they have ever before because they would have the capability of capitalizing on ohio state's secondary but because of the weather i don't think they're going to right i think they'll still be able to but i don't think that that is going to be a part of their game plan because the weather is going to be a little bit yucky and they don't want to risk it so that now here's the thing though is that the opportunity will present itself, I believe. Because if you have watched Ohio State, they have holes like all over the place and they have had busted coverage for their rushing game or their rushing defense and their passing defense. But with their passing defense, if you recall, Eubanks' touchdown against Indiana, wide open. Those are some of the things that Ohio State's been doing. So if the weather's not that great, but you still have a receiver that wide open, throw it. Because if your receiver misses it, he misses it. But um, if it was a tighter game and they had a better passing defense, it'd be like, okay, don't force it. Don't try to push it too much because you could you could risk turning it over and things like that. But they're wide open because Ohio State looks like they're going to be doing it. I mean, if they keep up doing what they have been, they're going to be wide open receivers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, and I'm glad you brought that up because I see you're right. Um, having the open receivers to kind of expose uh, Ohio State in this game is perfect for Shea and the offensive coordinators in this game. My thing is this, and I'm going to be a little devil's advocate, is this is the one thing I worry about. Actually, there's two things I was worrying about. I was worried about the kicking thing, but now I don't have to worry about that because we have Moody. So, But now – um This is what I worry about with Michigan is squandering points when you should be getting any kind of points. Now, I know in the past, you know, we get to the 20-yard line, 25-yard line, and we would, you know, Jim Harbaugh would go for a fourth down and three, a fourth down and two. And to me, it was pretty much a, a showing that, look, we can't rely on our kicker to make a kick. To kick, kick a field goal to get points on the board and i think we got moody there so i think he's very um that opens up a lot for michigan here but i also know there's been times where we've had so many offensive i call it momentum going down the field and then they stall right there where we're not able to get touchdowns and it drives me bonkers because there's so many times that we should be up on these teams. Um, and especially in this game, this is what I'm going to be looking for. I'm going to be looking for how many times that Michigan is driving down the field. You get to the 20 yard line, 15, and obviously the defense kind of squishes in. And if we're going to just, you know, kick a field goal for three points, yeah, that's great. But are we going to give it to get touchdowns when we should, um, are we going to have, uh, vanilla play calls? Are we going to do, you know, run, 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 maybe pass, uh, Um, things like that, that, you know, this is not a team that Michigan needs to take lightly. And I think this is a team that we need to score, like you were talking about. Um, And I I just, I look at that Indiana game and I look at how many times that we've walked away. We had eight times that we could have scored anything and Michigan didn't and could have had TVs and we only came away with one or two. So that's what I worry about.
0: Yeah, no, I understand that. I don't know if I would label it as a worry, but I do understand that. Um, Of course, everyone realizes that this is going to be some different stuff. Michigan prepares for this. Michigan has a different game plan specifically for this game. And I think that will be the case. I think there will be some new, some different things. Uh, They'll throw different things out there and be able to have more success. Uh, Not saying that they will not be stopped, but I think things will go better in that route. Um, for Michigan, so I think they'll be able to get it done. And I think there's a bit of a comfort, too. Like, I think there's a bit of a comfort for the offense in general and being like, hey, you know, I mean, I'm not necessarily slacking off, but it's just like, hey, you know, we've got a kicker now. You know, yeah. if it's fourth and three, we don't have to go for it. If it's fourth and two, we might not have to go for it. You know, fourth and one yes. is feeling pretty good, but you know that that's another little boost of confidence. I mean, it's not as detrimental as being like, "Hey, dude, we don't have a good starting quarterback," um, and then being able to get a good starting quarterback. But being able to have that reliance on the kicking game, yeah, that uh, yeah. that's kind of a boost there. So, um, yeah. I'm a-
1: watches this game and I say, hey, you know what? You, you get up there and you go, okay, we didn't uh, – weren't able to convert and we have to kick a field goal. Let's say we miss a field goal. I'm one of those guys that kind of goes, you're playing against the Buckeyes. That field goal could come back and bite us. Yeah. I'm that guy. I'm just that guy. You know, I'll go, man, if we lose by three points, that's key. Or we could have won this game having that three points, and that's the key. And those are the little things I'm talking about that Michigan – yeah, I know momentum's going to shift in this game, at time to time, and I want Michigan to not have stupid mistakes. I want. I'm even worried about um, the refs in this game. You know, I've heard I've heard people on social media say, you know, why would the refs be uh, want to call a bad game because you know, if, oh, if they did and Ohio State wins this game, Ohio State doesn't go to the Big Ten. Why would they ever do that? I'm going well. It's because we're Michigan, man. All I think a lot of refs hate us. So, and, you know, obviously we saw that in the Indiana game, but um, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about is, you know, bad the, the play call with the, you know, the refs and little things like that. But, um, but like I said, Michigan's got to come out strong. I want, Mich- I want Michigan to come out here and dominate and not leave points on the board um, and say, the refs don't change the game on us, you know, like, with the whole JT thing. I don't want to see things like that happen. I think Michigan needs to say, Hey, you know what? We're going to beat these guys. And we're going to knock them and knock them in the teeth and we're going to win. And that's what I'd like to see at the half and the, at the end of the game. So the refs have nothing to do with this. So
0: Yeah. So, okay. So do, do this. Yeah.
1: You want to see an ugly game? I don't I'm sick because we just saw one. Who wants to see another ugly game? It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah now uh so do this for me then how how do you feel about the game like in in general what are your thoughts feelings expression because i because uh, we've all seen a lot of different things out there on social media like some people are like super hyped some people are saying they've got like knots in their stomachs that they're super nervous and right. different things what what where are you right now
1: um i don't have knots in my stomach i really don't at things like this um I, I think Michigan should be able to win this game. The, this is the only thing I, I would say I, I believe would be key in this game is if Michigan can actually do, do a little bit more on offense when it comes to the red zone. Um, not, it wasn't like last year, I know that, or get big plays abilities. But, you know, I always say you get big plays, you can throw a nice long ball to – like nico collins and then say he runs and he gets tackled at the 15 yard line or 20 yard line and it's like after that it seems like we don't know what to do or it's like yeah run 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 and then possibly roll out shea patterson for the pass that's it that's okay but it's also predictable i don't want to be predictable i want to see some things that happen within the you know in the red zone and yeah we got a kicker that's great Um, That helps. (laughs) I I think it helps me, really. It really does. I think it helps me ease this game if we didn't have Moody back there kicking. I know I make a big deal out of the guy and I like him, but uh, I think it really matters that we do have a guy who can kick a field goal and you're confident in. Yeah. But um, I'm not too nervous. I'm not nervous about it at all. I'm just, I think if Michigan can execute what they need to do. They're not going like, to ex- execute everything. I know that. But if they if you execute some of the things they need to do, they should be able to win this game easily or just handily. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. I am not nervous or worried at this point. I'm not. I'm not cocky about it or anything, but it's just like, you know, I feel good. I feel comfortable. Come Saturday, I'm not going to be nervous, but I know that I'm going to be like, jittery hyped excited whatever you want to say um and i'll be on the edge of my seat the whole time but i'm not worried right um i feel good about things um you know coaching wise play calling wise player wise and things like that so i know a lot of different people have been saying different things on how they feel and and everybody's different to to each their own so uh, not saying anything different about that, but uh, but yeah, I kind of thought that was interesting that people had different thoughts on all of that. So Don Brown uh,
1: this game circled. I'm sure he wants he you know he's it's eating him up that Ohio State is able to put so many points on Michigan in the past years. So
0: yeah, and um, yeah, because gosh, goodness, um, since Don Brown has been at Michigan he they have scored 30 points each year. Yeah. 30 and 31. So it's I not wonder, it's wonder not very often does. that you put that many points up on a Don Brown defense. And
1: you start wondering if he's on the offense too.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting in kids ears about, about that. You never know, man. You you know, you never know. But uh I hope Shea has a good game, you know. I hope he's you know they're uh protecting him well and he looks down the field a little bit more and finds some open guys um but uh yeah he i think he's going to be key in this game because of the very fact that shea he's got that rudock kind of feeling where he he wants to win and he'll win if 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 the pocket breaks down and there's nobody he's going to run it and i like that about him and you know, that's the thing. It's a give and take here. You know, you come with it, comes with the good and comes with the bad sometimes, where you get a guy like Shea who's like, hey, you know what? This first down's key to winning this game, or it's one of the key plays of this game, and I'm going to run it. And if it risks me getting hurt, I'll do it. Um, so you almost got to say, yeah, there you go. Um, let it all out. I, I say to, to Michigan in this game, don't be so conservative, let it all out. If you have to, you know what I mean? And maybe to me, it looks like, you know, I see chase coming in this game. I think he's going to play. I also think I, I see you using a, a, us using maybe Tariq black a little bit more. Maybe they're uh, gingerly working him with his self into this game a little bit more that he's actually going to be big in this game. Uh, um, players like that that's going to be huge for us so
0: yeah yeah for sure now um something that i want to say i i don't really necessarily say from the standpoint that i honestly believe they're going to do this but something that i would think would be successful that i would love to see happen um one, I think they're going to mix things up and that Milton will be in there at some point and or, you know, somebody else is going to throw a pass like Perry did or everybody's been saying, you know, why isn't Gentry going in there and doing some trick stuff because he was a quarterback. Right. Prepare for some of that. No, right. um, but here's a couple other things that I think would be um, that would – I don't know. I mean, I guess you could go ahead and just call it, you know. Get a little sugar on the flakes. The sugar on the flakes, some extra special. But I honestly think could work and be effective because of the misdirection and uh, how how they work out and everything. But, for instance, like um, the old Tim Tebow fake rush pass dump over the top. (laughs) Right. That would be hilarious. That would be amazing. And that's, you know, what, I'm just... about. that's what I'm talking about. Something that you're just not going to see Jim Harbaugh that you would go, whoa,
1: like I didn't see that coming. Yeah. you know, More... at That moment where you say, oh my gosh, where did that, where did that play come from? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Those are the kind of game. Those are the kind of things that happens to win games. Yeah. You don't want to get cute. You know, I'm not talking about getting cute. I'm talking about like you're saying, you know, who knew that, you know, roll out you do a pat quick pass to gentry and he can throw it because he used to be a quarterback why not so yeah that'll be interesting see if something
0: like that happens well then even um like back in 2015 i distinctly remember this play i can't remember if it was utah or who else or who was specifically but um it, it was a weird formation hiked the ball, fake it to the left, fake it to the right, and there was a player, I think it was a tight end, that came up off the end and then was just squatting in the middle of the field, wide open, because everybody went crazy looking one direction. Then they looked at the opposite direction, and right in the middle of the field, somebody was sitting there. That was a great play that uh, Jim Harbaugh has used before. But even kind of like the old Boise State, the Liberty uh, play, faking the pass and handing it off and things like the misdirection not necessarily saying that they have to do it, but I feel like they could capitalize on that because Ohio State bites hard. And here's another one, too, that I really hope that Michigan uses. Not at the beginning because Maryland just did it because I remember catching it at the beginning of the game, but it was effective. But Maryland, and when I was watching, I was like, oh, my gosh. They they did a beautiful misdirection where they they had they went up to the line of scrimmage, they lined up, and then they took the two uh, – Uh, guys on the line, they may have both been tight ends or uh, tight end wide receiver or something from one side, move them to the other, Ohio State completely shifts over, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, if they misdirect them and go the other way, this is going to be great. And Maryland went for a touchdown on, like, the second play of the game, and he ran the whole whole way because Ohio State bit hard on the other side. And so if uh, Michigan came out in the second half and did that with, like, True Wilson or something, Uh, Like, I could just see some success with that. I I see opportunities for them because I just have seen multiple times. And sometimes it could happen to Michigan, too, because aggressive defense and everything. But I've seen it firsthand with Ohio State where they bite hard on some misdirection stuff.
1: Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. And that could be key into the game. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. And then a, a very fact is having Urban Meyer, you know what's going on with him this past you know year and everything so we'll see what happens there but uh i mean yeah this game is primed for michigan to win it really is but you know like i said it's always you know the, the fans you know it, it's is that the horseshoe the, and it's always a tough thing because you know it's always that is a tough place to win at. um but uh we'll see we'll see how it goes but uh it, like I said, I think Michigan's going to be completely healthy in this game. I think Chase Winovich will be playing. Uh, I think he will. I think he was waiting for this game forever, and for him to have even questionable, I think he's going to play no matter what. <laughs> so,
0: Do you uh, think Jim Harbaugh might do something with messing with Ohio State and putting a defensive player on the offense? Right. Yeah, that's a
1: good point. I know. Um, hmm. Maybe. I mean I
0: I know I know we don't have like Jabril Peppers. Right. But I mean cuz you you know if it, it'd be anybody I could see them putting Chase on the offense. <laughs>
1: Imagine that. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> like run Chase for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So that that'd be but, interesting. But yeah, I think this is the game like you said is, you know, Chris route running um Shea Patterson uh, rolling out the right way, and then seeing the players down the field as much as he can. If there's nothing open, does a nice you know read option runs out, runs out of bounds, gets those five six yards that um, he's he's been great at getting. And a lot of times there's there's been third and longs where he's gotten the first down for us, and he's he's key to this game. I think uh, obviously Higdon, uh, and it does this comes down to Shea higdon in the offensive line and how well they're going to do blocking because look ohio state right now just they're just giving up too many big plays on the on their defense their defense isn't very good uh but uh they score a lot of points and that's the thing so
2: yeah
0: all right well uh i always forget which which route we go in but i'm gonna go ahead um and get into the other games of the weekend and then we'll do lock it or dump it and then we'll do our final score predictions good. so i always forget what uh what route we do but anyways so the other upcoming games this weekend uh so keep in mind we're going to be picking against the spread here uh there is a big 10 game on friday noon uh i think it's typical for uh, iowa playing on friday this year they're playing nebraska at home favored uh, the Hawkeyes are favored by 10 and then Saturday at noon Purdue is going to Indiana where the Boilermakers are favored by four Maryland is going to 12 Penn State where Penn State is just favored by 13 and a half that's a 330 game. Uh, Illinois is going to Northwestern 19 uh, 19th ranked Northwestern uh, the Wildcats are 17 point favorites Minnesota is going to Wisconsin, where the Badgers are 10.5 point favorites. And the four o'clock game is Rutgers going to Michigan State. Michigan State is favored by 27.
1: Make sure you get to that game because it's only six bucks.
0: Yeah. If you're looking uh, for something to do this weekend, there you go. Wow. What a. Coach Antonio is
1: pleading for you, Michigan State fans, to come support him. So, I mean, where, how bad's that gotta be, man?
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, there have been a lot of awkward things coming out of that. Uh, there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Man.
1: You gotta plead for your own fan base to come support it.
0: And talking yep. about the negative impact of social media and everything on the pot- potential outcome of games.
1: Yeah. Weird, but. yeah. Well. All
0: right, which one do you want to take?
1: I think I'm gonna do the Northwestern Illinois. Is that what it is?
0: Uh, yep, Northwestern Illinois. All right, good choice. Yeah, I was thinking about taking that one. So, uh, let's see. So you are taking. Oops, I did that the wrong one. Gotta move that. All right, so you are taking Northwestern to cover the negative seventeen over Illinois. Yeah. Okay, all right. I will go ahead and take um, Iowa then. Iowa has just, like, demolished recently. So, Iowa covering 10 points over Nebraska. Because they did – I want to look at their schedule because, like I said, they've kind of demolished people recently. Right. And, of course, I mean, not the most impressive opponents, but they – uh well, I guess it wasn't as much uh sixty three to zero to illinois they wound up losing to northwestern fourteen ten uh took uh put a bunch of points up on purdue uh barely lost uh penn state but yeah, then they shut out maryland twenty three to zero so yeah it's it's at Iowa, so I'll take that one take that one all day nice okay. All right, so let's get into then. We have our good old lock it or dump it segment. Uh, we've got some decent ones here this week. So these are what we've got for Michigan versus Ohio State. So first one up, Higdon will have 100-plus rushing yards.
1: Crap. 100-plus rushing yards. I will say lock
0: it. Okay. Lock it up, and I will go ahead and join you on that because I think that he will, um, he will do all. I mean, he broke 100 with Indiana. I mean, that's kind of been his uh, typical thing, and he's been a powerhouse for Michigan. So uh, next one is Michigan's longest touchdown will be 50 yards or more. Mm. Longest touchdown. Longest touchdown could be passing, right. receive, uh, passing or rushing. I mean, heck, it could be a punt return. So, yeah, I'm gonna say dump that. Ooh, gonna dump it. Okay. I am going to go ahead and lock it. I need to try to uh, catch up, and I I believe that though. Anyways, I think that they're gonna lock that and uh, have, have one big touchdown at least. So, right. Uh, The Michigan defense, specifically the Michigan passing defense, uh, Mm. will hold Ohio State under 275 passing yards. This is a team that is averaging around 360 passing yards. And so Michigan will hold Ohio State under 275 passing yards. I like that. Okay. All right. uh, I'm actually kind of curious. I didn't break it down and see if anybody has done that before. But... uh, uh because, yeah, I gotta I gotta lock that too. I mean weather included and everything, I don't see how you can't do that, so Yeah. Alright, so there it is. There you go. Locks of the week. Lock or dump it of the week. Of the week. So you know what that means then, right? That yeah. means that we get into the uh serious serious yep. part of the show. Yep. Uh, go. And Craig, you can go ahead and take it away.
1: Okay. Well, here it is, man. The game, the game, the biggest game of uh, Michigan this year, playing Ohio State at the Shoe. Um, crazy. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, but um, this is one of those games, like I said, it could be close. If, if uh, Ohio State is just uh, rolling and doing what they need to do, and I think it'll be a close game. Or it could be a blowout. But, uh I think uh, in the end I think you know, the game will be relatively close in the first half, but then I think Michigan kinda of takes over and I think Michigan wins twenty eight to seventeen.
0: Okay, twenty-eight to seventeen. Put that pressure on Haskins and the will, man. <laughs> oh. Uh so that'd be Okay. I just had to kinda of do the math there and everything. All right. I believe that, uh, like I said, Harbaugh likes to really game plan for this matchup. Did a beautiful job last year. I think that's what's going to happen again this year. I think Michigan is going to come out strong. They're going to make a statement. It's not going to be like a huge lead or something, but it's going to be like, hey, we, we're we here, and we can beat, beat your defense, and we can score. And, uh the i think the first half is gonna be kind of a little bit slow though i don't think anything's gonna be too flashy anything's gonna be too crazy uh i think michigan is gonna really you know hammer it on them there's gonna be a lot of rushing like i said because of the weather and everything um in the second half i think things will get more interesting and michigan will just kind of extend the lead um Uh, I think they'll hold uh, Ohio State down in the first half. Ohio State will put up a few more points and everything in the second half. Um, But Michigan will handle it easily, nicely. I think that there's more of an opportunity that Michigan will blow things wide open than this game will be close um, in the end. And so I think uh, Shea will have a good day. I think the defense will get things done. I think they will force turnovers, plural, Uh, I think that one of them will come in Ohio State's territory, you know, in close to their end zone and everything. I don't know if the defense will maybe perhaps get a defensive touchdown, but, you know, big swing play where they will just essentially crush it for Ohio State on getting the turnover deep in Ohio State territory. I do do see something like that happening. So throughout the whole thing, uh, Ohio State will put up points. But I have the uh, score prediction of Michigan thirty-seven, Ohio State twenty. Wow! Yeah. Okay. good, uh, nice. So uh, a little bit bigger of a gap there, and everything. Now, of course, I would love, and I, and of course, I know everybody would. love – I would love a shutout. Michigan did not get a shutout this year, and if it came against Ohio State, oh my gosh,
1: <laughs>
0: you know that you know Don Brown and that defense would be so happy. Oh, man, that would be awesome. So So, uh, the last time that there was a shutout in this game was Michigan won in 1993, I believe, was the last shutout. Wow. And then uh, before that, Michigan shutout in 1976. Michigan shutout in 1964. Ohio State's uh, last shutout was... uh, uh 1962 i would love it if michigan came out and just beat them more than um more than urban meyer has beaten jim harbaugh at all i mean that would be great but i would or i would love it that this would be their biggest most embarrassing loss of the year and purdue did a pretty darn good job you know yeah yeah, so the so, the games that Michi- uh, Urban Meyer and Harbaugh have played against each other, the worst loss Harbaugh has taken was the first year, and it was a – I'm sorry?
1: It was probably with the Ezekiel Elliott was running back, wasn't it?
0: I believe so, but the uh, it was 29 points. Yeah. So, I would love for Michigan to win by 29 or more points, just to kind of make a statement. Oh yeah, That'd be like great. if if I could have a statement, it would either be shutting Ohio State out or winning by twenty nine or more points, right? So that that would just be awesome. That'd be nice. Yeah, so, be a good
1: Thanksgiving thing.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens and everything. Uh, like I said, I feel comfortable. Uh, we'll see how the day goes. I'm planning to watch it with my dad and just kind yep. of sit there take it all in. I had a couple people talk to me about watching the game at different places and I mean I've got a lot going on this week anyways, but I was just kind of like, "No, I'm I'm just going to take it all in." I don't when I hang out with people, i like hanging out and chatting and everything, and it's just like with this, I just want I just want to take it all in. I don't yeah. want like a crowd of people. I don't want distractions. I don't I just I just want to take it all in.
1: Yep. So, that's what I'm like. I don't want a crowd. I don't want to, I just want to take it all in. That's right.
0: So, all right. Well, uh, anything else then? That's it. That's it. This is where we're at. This is the episode for Michigan, Ohio state, number four, playing number 10. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you spend time with your family and friends um and that you have safe travels and that you have good eats i hope that uh our listeners are able to have time off i don't know what uh, work schedules and things that, like that are but i hope that you guys are able to enjoy it and uh that you're able to enjoy the game of course then on saturday so uh we, in the spirit of thanksgiving and it's already kind of been said but let us let us come out and just say it and make sure that's understood we are very thankful for you guys hanging out with us uh and listening to us interacting with us on social media giving us your voicemails and everything we really truly are uh grateful and thankful it's been um three over three years of doing this since
1: our ball started yeah
0: yeah so for i mean this is the fourth season that we've covered and everything and uh, it's been good. It's been fun. We appreciate it. I mean, this is really kind of a hobby thing for us and everything, and we've been able to work it out where it works out well. And we're glad and happy and appreciate that you guys enjoy it. So thank you. Many yeah. thanks. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: Just uh, be safe and eats eats a lot. Yes.
0: The- got to get that food. Yeah, got to get that food, so. All right. So well, this is it. Next time we talk to you guys, the game will be over, and we'll be talking about the results.
1: Yep, yeah, it'll be hopefully it's on the good side.
0: Yes. So uh, you guys have a good one, and sat, uh, for Saturday and every day from here and in between, go blue. Go blue.